we're back. Welcome once again to another episode of Two Mike, Two Furious, the Mike, Mike, and Oscar podcast. I am your co-host, Mike One. This is co-host, also Mike. So that name has grown on me. I'm not going to lie. That was, <laughs> that was good. great. It's it, really it, good. it rolled off the tongue. It fits. And the fact that you set it up right next to our, uh, our brand mm-hmm. uh, it didn't rattle me at all. Like, I'm not yeah. rattled at all. Fast and Furious, the ampersand is what's going to kick this off. The Easily the worst movie of the bunch. It's so bad. And I was so worried that, like, I was going to start this show off like, why are we doing this? But no, that, that felt right. It, it This episode is going to start not great. But as we are reviewing three Fast and Furious uh, movies per Two Mike, Two Furious entry here leading up to Fast and Furious 9 uh, in a couple of weeks now. It's just a, a few weeks out, about 10 days out, coming out at the end of June here. Uh, we're doing Fast 4, 5, and 6 today. Mike kind of clued you in. This is the fourth one that we're going to start with in these cute little named segments. Maybe not the most entertaining of the four we would have seen up to this point, And definitely the least entertaining of these three movies we're going to talk about today. Uh, most and least entertaining is a, is a interesting way to <laughs> describe this. Because it's still very entertaining, Mike. It's just... It's so bad. It's just, like, uniquely terrible. (laughs) Uh, We're going to tell people, like we did the last time, that these are spoiler-filled reviews. Mm -hmm. I don't think we could really spoil these movies if we wanted to, because the Mm -hmm. goods you're going, uh, that you hope to be delivered, are delivered. So no matter what the plots are doing, you, you should be able to watch these movies no matter what we think we'd hope. Hopefully, yes. And even if they are spoiled for you, you know, I mean... It's 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 cars. <laughs> it's 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 about cars and, and guys with big muscles. And right, exactly. You get the, the gist. Cars. You understand where we're going with this. While but yes. flexing the big muscles, yeah. Right, yeah. It's a, it's it's a walking testosterone check. Yeah, uh, more or less what this whole in, entire franchise, this multi-billion. It's America, is what it is. <laughs> this is America, the movie franchise. I agree. Right. So let's go through uh, these segments. We'll start with Fast Four here, Mike. 2009's The Fast and Furious. Why don't you describe the plot poorly? So Dom has to get revenge against a bad guy second in command. But what if the bad guy is pretending to be the second in command <laughs> the whole time? Now what? I I, I don't know either. I, uh, there's just five car chases and Brian is somehow a cop again. Yes, <laughs> the FBI is really fast and loose with who they hire and who they don't. <laughs> Apparently, because the, the man couldn't have screwed up more the last time. And then he couldn't have screwed up the re-audition more in Too, too Fast, Too Furious. Like, his answer was just driving a car onto the bad guy's boat. Right, That's that's and, and apparently he got promoted for that at some point. Somebody was like, I like your Moxie O'Connor. <laughs> After causing so much damage right. in these previous... Just Hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was a bold choice. <laughs> like, as soon as John Ortiz took the gig as the, you know, affable best friend in Silver Linings playbook, I think this entire movie could have just been forgotten about. It, it's hard to think back to him after It's that really tough to see him as a tough gangster after, you know, the first thing I think of when I see him on screen anymore is just that character from uh, from Silver Linings Playbook, that best friend who's a little dopey and out there. Without question. And, the, yeah, they're just doing the Eagles dance in the tailgate. Right. Yeah, exactly. You can't, 
you can't think of Braga, the uh, the power behind the the throne of himself, <laughs> the guy who runs Brazil, I guess. <laughs> in this, but uh, yeah, I uh, for my describe the plot poorly of Fast Four, I said uh, make John Wick a decade before making John Wick. Yeah, but not as good as John Wick. Right, and also that's basically, you know, comparing Michelle Rodriguez to John Wick's dog in this, which is not right to do. So I basically don't have a way to describe a plot poorly. I was bored by this movie, Mike. It was was a rough watch. But I I, I was yelling at the screen a lot, and I wrote down a lot of those... uh, those outbursts so all right mike <laughs> let, let's have you start here who's the fastest every mac truck driver to draw a gun in a high-speed chase despite the fact that they're surrounded by explosives <laughs> there is this trope that is now a trend through four movies in which i think three of the four the first four involved a super capable guy driving a gigantic truck that is just going to fire a gun it's in every movie uh of these <laughs> And you have to add something, right, to every one of those uh, portrayals. And this time, of course, they added an iguana. <laughs> a giant iguana who I'm sure once the gun is fired, his tail just drops. <laughs> I forgot about the giant iguana until you brought him. I'm glad he got a spot in this episode. He deserved it. And he lived. The iguana lived and the man lived somehow, jumping out of a full-speed car. In the de- Well, then they died of uh, thirst and starvation. But... <laughs> At that moment where we left them, they were alive. Who do you have for who's fastest here? Everyone giving a big speech on the theme of the movie (laughs) slash franchise of good guys and bad guys being one and the same, Michael. Okay, I like it. Go ahead. You you have Mia saying, maybe you're not the good guy pretending to be the bad guy. (laughs) Right on the nose. just goes to vice versa. Maybe you're the bad guy pretending to be the good guy. She really delivered... Oh, do you think so, Mia? Do you think that's how the other side of that sentence went? The police chief, yeah, the police chief is like, you know the difference between a cop and a criminal? I love One that. bad judgment I, I love that quote so much. That is a ridiculous quote. <laughs> One bad judgment call. That's not the difference between a cop and a criminal. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, yeah, I'm going to tell you that answer whenever you ask me any question. <laughs> One bad judgment call. Just, like, I, stunningly, I, I couldn't believe the cojones to leave that in the actual dialogue of this and like nobody questions it nobody's like wait what (laughs) everybody should question everything in these movies that's why we are here and finally brian is just like the the biggest hypocrite to say this but he's like nothing really matters unless you have a code this guy (laughs) this guy has broken his promises to everyone in the show in this franchise three times over benedict arnold turncoat <laughs> he's a quadruple agent it's ridiculous like me I, I loved how mia tells him off in this movie too she's like you know before she says maybe you're the good guy pretend she was like yeah i'm really sad for you that you came and ripped my family apart and you came and ripped my heart out but i'm really sad that you're having a hard time with it that was a great tell-off it's a tough look for you, Brian. You're having a tough time. Enjoy your fucking tuna sandwich at this diner that's not as good as my old sandwich shop in front of a car dealer. I know you're only here to hit on another waitress. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Michael, who's most furious? It's got to be Letty, right? <laughs> Oh, 100%. This woman puts her life on the line for Dom, is as down for him as any partner has ever been for any significant other in history. And Dom just, what, 
leaves. leaves her. Yeah, for for no reason. He's just like, like I gotta go. Everyone else is in too much trouble because of me. Well, who are you to make that decision? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, I've been working on my Dom impression for two go weeks, ahead. but I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it though. Oh, all right. Uh, it's not for, the, uh, for the big quote because I don't have I, the I quote like here. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Letty uh, is most furious. I, I, I will say the second most furious is the camera operator. <laughs> Because apparently he's mad at all these performances because he just keeps shaking the camera. (laughs) A lot of shaky cam in this one, yeah. I I am just nauseous. I I tried to look... uh, So this is 2009. This was, like, right after the Bourne sequels. Yeah. Where they just, like, you know, film those on a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I swear to God, the ultimatum, I was just like... (laughs) I I really got nauseous. Bad nauseous. It's it's what they... It's like an old, especially in the like late 2000s trick of if they know that plot is paper thin, it, mm-hmm. it's some of the bells and whistles they'll attach to the side of it. And it's it sucks because Justin Lin, who has been at the helm for a lot of these Fast and Furious movies, yeah. like there are some at least decent ones, especially especially in this threesome, I feel like, that are coming up that are that are pretty passable. And, sure. and to like resort to this one, I guess he didn't really have a choice, but he had to have known this script was not up to snuff. I mean, this may be yeah. the worst of the first four, right? I totally think so. Yeah. And they're trying to they're hide they're trying to hide it with style, mm-hmm. hide their terrible plot with style. But and they're trying to innovate, right? So there's tracking shots where you just you know you have smooth track and you put the camera operator on that track, and then there's just the old wheelbarrow down the cobblestone <laughs> street shot. <laughs> the old. Uh, Put him in a freaking supermarket carriage. <laughs> the top of a hill, throw him in a tire. <laughs> <laughs> throw the camera, like these fucking jackass four. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the that's camera. what they were going for. And he's, and he's hitting his chin on the, oh my God. <laughs> they were Just trying awful. to capitalize on the Johnny Knoxville trend. Uh, also, by the way, anybody at all who owns any property in the district which Brian is a police officer... Or really just anybody, anywhere Brian is at any time. This guy is the most reckless human being this side of James Bond. He is a menace. And if they're, if we, if we were doing a license to bill yeah. segment, we probably should have included it in these last six Fast it's, and Furious movies. It's got to be up there. I mean, him and Bond would be neck and neck, I feel like. I, I think by the time you get to Fat, uh, Fast and Furious 6, they're beating Bond. <laughs> In the tally. I can't wait to talk about that, too. That's, I, I focus heavily on the civic damage that comes up in Fast 6 for some of Excellent. these categories. Yes, Mike. Uh, rate the ridiculousness of Fast 4. Yeah, I have a list. Okay, good. <laughs> we just get the pre-race dance party stuff, and it is primo, just machismo, nightmare syndrome. Oh, my God. Uh, we I, Like I said, Brian O'Connor is a cop again. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe... I guess they'll reinstate anybody. The lack of HR the FBI must have, or quality control, or background. You don't even need a background check. This was headline news in this world. Right. And, he, and it's not like, all right, let's let's let him work his way back up. Let's let him go out there and, you know, handle this or that. No, he's like, we find Park and we bust the bad guys. I'm in charge. You listen to me because of my beautiful blue eyes. And they do. They should have had his boss from the first two movies there. He needed to be a recurring character throughout this entire thing. Just so someone had to write the justification as to why they kept needing, of all people, to go back to Brian O'Connor. 
drinking his decaf cappuccino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just telling him how it is. <laughs> Don't you gotta to stop doing this, O'Connor. <laughs> how about Dom being a superhero, though? Like, that changed. That is ridiculous, Michael, because the opening scene where he drives underneath an exploding gas truck yeah. really doesn't drive underneath it. He just drives through it through after it. the iguana yes. and the man driving. It's like a glitch out. in a video game. I mean, it won't be the first time he defeats fire in this series. <laughs> in this episode, even. <laughs> you, can, you can definitely see the uptick in absurdity starting with this movie because there's all, there's like the regard for human life that isn't the main characters. The main characters are all superheroes. There's a street race in Act 1 of this movie where a man dies. He His car falls off the cliff. It does a billion tumbles. There's no way any human could survive it. And nobody mentions it. Nobody <laughs> the, mentions it. The guy has an actual Owl. line in the movie. He's an right. actual character. And it does, he's dead. He's gone. It's fine. Move on. You can't, you can't wallow in, in the... <laughs> The little yeah, other people. A quarter of life, a quarter mile at the time, and you can't be surprised <laughs> when you lose a couple treads. How about the cops can't set a perimeter for shit? <laughs> they are in this beautiful silhouette next to next to the uh, tombstones, mm-hmm. but Dom is standing, standing thirty feet behind them. <laughs> you could see him from a mile away, and is you that, know it's him. Is is that Dom Toretto? <laughs> right next to the oil thing which draws everybody's eyes because it's moving weirdly the whole time when they actually booked a cop car to follow the chase in fast six i audibly laughed out loud (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy and the fact that this movie all boils down to gps being a new invention like the last yeah, the last movie or two movies. The first movie was based on DVD DVDs, players. Yep. <laughs> we got to steal all those DVD These players. Movies are future. such time capsules in Americana. That is, and, like the early 2000s, what was hot? What was the new technology? It was these oversized cartons of milk crates that played these huge discs the the early 2010s GPS was everybody had a Garmin baby. That's how you knew you made it. It's like <laughs> absurd. <laughs> It just wait to like criticize how the GPSs are utilized here, but uh, of course these cops are just nightmares. They're planting drugs on a guy, and like we're they're, they're laughing, and they like they should have cut away from that immediately. It just showed the gold button, the bikini. Oh wait, they did. They cut away from that immediately, and just it's all okay because here's a gold button, a bikini. Yeah, um, it's tough watching these movies in 2021 with how the cops are like. I, I'm, I'm getting into something I'm going to talk about for the next movie. The Rock is a murderer with a badge. He's just, <laughs> he, he's there to kill people. And he's he, a cop. Yeah, who's that, uh, who's that Looney Tunes character with the the the, the sheriff with the huge uh, red <laughs> beard? Yosemite Sam, yes. Yosemite Great Sam. Comparison. He's Yosemite Sam. Great comparison. <laughs> Michael, rate some ridiculousness yourself here. Dom leaves his ride-or-die wifey soulmate letty behind apparently establishes a new life in which he's ingrained himself into the community enough where the locals know him Mm -hmm. has gotten a new job at a new garage and is known enough that somebody can reach him by payphone to tell him and inform him that letty one of the main characters of this entire franchise has been murdered off screen 
All of which happens within back-to-back scenes and about three minutes of airtime. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> we need... Guys, we need this inciting incident bad. We have ignored <laughs> storytelling protocols. <laughs> like, it's just this bare-bones storytelling, man. Like, okay, we start with the car chases, and we gotta fill in the plot later. <laughs> and they did it. They did it. And then, of course, he's driving around his hometown with the most notorious car the city's ever known. <laughs> And the cops still can't find him. They don't give a shit. Nowhere to be seen. It takes six <laughs> movies for the cops to show up once. It's so uh, ridiculous. Mike, add someone to make this better. Uh, how about the truck drivers from the first movie, though? Because this guy <laughs> just had an iguana. But, all right. We'll, we'll go past him. Uh, how about Han for longer than the first scene? Mm. Like... That that doesn't make sense. Also, it retcons what we heard him in his heard him say in his great speech, right? Uh, to- Tokyo was not his Mexico. Mexico was Hans Mexico. He was in Mexico. He totally talked to Dom about being in Mexico. Well, this is pre this is pre Fast Three, right? Correct. Right. Well, yeah, but he was pre- he was in Mexico. Right. <laughs> <laughs> God, I thought you were leaving me. <laughs> I'm just my Vin Diesel. I criticize yours. Mine is just a drunker Rocky. That's right. He he is a drunker Rocky. He's drunk Rocky. Uh, but uh, I'm still saving. I'm still saving my impersonation. You're not going to get me to say. I can't it wait. This, that's going to be that's going to be the highlight of this entire episode. It will be the highlight. I've been practicing it nonstop. <laughs> um, speaking of Vin Diesel and Dom Toretto, he is so awkward in his close talk flirting. And it makes me personally so viscerally uncomfortable and cringed out that I want to spare Gal Gadot from that scene in which they're supposed to be flirting together. And the only person I could think of that could match the energy that Dom Toretto is giving off there would be like one of Kristen Wiig's characters from Saturday Night Live. That's right. Like the one where the, maybe the character was like, don't make me sing. You're going to make me sing. Don't make me sing. Like, I want to see her and Dom Toretto in a close talk flirt off. Rachel Dratch's Debbie Downer or something. <laughs> yeah. Mess it up. yeah. Like, it's so. I, I do. You know, I revel in the awkwardness, right? Like, cringe is my safe space. And oh watching God. Vin Diesel try to flirt with Wonder Woman, I, I was out. I That was too much for me. Yeah, I didn't buy it either. Uh, did she kiss him on the cheek at the end? That was proper. That was right. They, she friend zones him at the Letting end. Letting him down easy. Yeah. I appreciated that part. I but, uh, couldn't understand a word you just said. There's a kiss on the cheek. Uh, she's a good character, though. I, I enjoyed her yeah, character I agree. more I than I grew to like her a lot than most. Uh, I did not enjoy Braga. You know, coming off like the second in command, and then no, he was in charge the whole time. Like. What did that add to the story? <laughs> like what? No, wait. The, the he's the guy we knew the whole time, but he's in charge. Great. I like I like John Ortiz. Like you said, I, I liked him at Silver Linings Playbook. We liked him there. American Gangster. He was in that. He was even pretty good in the Cloverfield Paradox, Michael. And nobody was good in the Cloverfield <laughs> Field Paradox. Second best character was a hand. Yeah. <laughs> so who cares? Who cares if he's the bad guy the whole time? There are numerous pieces entire set pieces and twists and everything throughout these three movies that just serve no purpose whatsoever it's like twist for the sake of a shock value and that's it and that's definitely one of them i don't know yeah 
Like, what's the point of having a body double or a stand-in if you're just going to reveal yourself as the real Braga literally moments later? <laughs> they sh- really should have just had Dom go to a payphone to get the twist before every act change. <laughs> they just went to the, a, another payphone and got, wait, Braga's really Braga? No, no way. <laughs> okay, I'll go look at the him then. <laughs> Highest unintentional comedy of four for you, Michael. Highest unintentional comedy was Paul Walker's acting in this because <laughs> he screams most of his dialogue. Every key scene, I'm sorry, Dom, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck. What's he doing? What is he doing? It's like he just gave up on being an actor. He's like, I've got it made. I'm on easy street. I'm, I'm not going to acting class yeah. ever again. I will just scream all this dialogue. Paul Walker... I don't necessarily think he was ever a great actor, but he was still so much better than I thought Vin Diesel ever was in these. And Vin Diesel is just on another level. So for Paul Walker to be the highlight for bad acting in any one of these is (laughs) stunning. (laughs) It's stunningly bad. It's just, he's just screaming to the point where he, like, he'll just scream, like he'll punch a guy in a dumpster and scream at him. (laughs) Remember that? I forget what he said. He's like, "Where's, uh, where's Braga?" Give me Fast Twenty One, where one of these people get a get an above the line Academy Award nomination for their performance. That's that's the height of this. That's where this is all leading. Maybe it comes in Fast Nine this uh, next week or two. All right. Well, how about you, Michael? What made you laugh that wasn't supposed to make you laugh here? Uh, Vin Diesel calling the. Uh, the Phoenix guy or whoever chasing him through the tunnels a pussy and then yeah, jumping why? <laughs> like while you're in these tunnels that have no room he jumps into the bad guy's car and sends this his car into the wall with no timing and no room to make this maneuver and the bad guy just kind of lets him in and lets himself get thrown out of the car like again the absurdity was ratcheting up in this movie especially we went from like street racers to now we're just all legitimately superheroes and this is where we're going we're going to get be dealing with tanks at some point very soon tanks and spacecraft mm-hmm. and yeah i'll debut the impersonation now you ready yes please because my highlight of the film was when they used the car as a weapon and it was a great kill of the bad guy brian holds his legs yes and, agree. and then dom just ribbits pussy <laughs> I, 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 thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I really worked hard on that. And uh, yeah, it just it makes no sense. Why would he call him a, p- a pussy? I know he's. I know the line that it's a callback to. If you drive with Nas, you're a pussy. If you drive with this kind of, and, and the guy was like, "Wait, you looked in, under my hood?" Yeah, like he was bad. So that's where it's from. But why? But I don't get it. Why they're saying that? I I don't have an answer. Other than there was an attempt made for Vin Diesel to really, like, have some acting chops here. <laughs> like, he, this was his movie. He's the detective in this. He's figuring yeah. out what happened with Letty. He gets the flirt scene with Wonder Woman. He gets the final one-liner, like, Val Kilmer in the action movies. Yep. And yep. I have to think at some point... On the first edit in in post, this was watched, and somebody was just like, oh, no. (laughs) We need to pivot. Yeah. We gotta. We have to change things up for five. Oh, 
my god. Although I, I agree, there was legitimate highlights in this. Once Dom and Brian finally got one on one after the big shootout at the beach and their bromance was in full go, I was in for that. That was cool. But full bloom, yeah, full bloom love yeah. with that bromance. Yes, yeah. yeah, it brought back t- a tear to my eye from when you said there was the sexual tension between the two of them in Fast One. I missed that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I even saw it. That was his best acting in the courtroom when the judge was like. Yeah, you saved the day. You win. And then and then he's like, I still award you no points. So may God have mercy on your soul. Maximum sentence. 40 years to life. Fuck you. Thank you for saving everyone. Now, please. But Brian, please that was Brian's best scene. <laughs> what? He stands up and walks away. Yeah, he gave like a who farted, who farted face and then walked away. I can't believe this. After all I did to get this high in the FBI. <laughs> See what being the good cop gets you? Said nobody to him. His crisis of faith must be something just amazing to live through. He's a man that failed upward his entire career. He's going to do a lot of screaming. Um, <laughs> Mike, if this actually happened, what do we have? We would have a GPS that just said calculating, recalculating, <laughs> recalculating on repeat, and everybody would just crash into everything, which they did. But they would just crash into everything and die. <laughs> so what happened in the movie would be reality. <laughs> what the hell? Those GPSs. It was like a video game. It was absurd. They were so... I love when like new technology gets predicted to be what they think it'll be in the future and then when the future comes and you get to look back on it and it's just, you're absolutely right that was a video game playing out that had and it served no functional purpose if a gps was like that by the way right <laughs> it's it's like the star wars uh right. at the end of the star wars the uh radar it's ridiculous mixed uh, with jarvis from iron man <laughs> Yes, yes, great call. That has, that's, uh, yeah, that's probably where Marvel got the freaking idea from in the first place. A hundred percent. And that's not going to be the first idea they steal from <laughs> no, Fast and Furious. No, in this it is episode. not, for sure. For sure it is not. <laughs> um, if this actually happened, Dom would have zero fucking clue where to begin seeking vengeance for Letty's death, right? Uh, he, probably because Brian was oh, again. This is from the next movie, but it's Brian's fault the whole time, and we don't realize that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of do because he's like, "Yeah, I mean, Letty was. I knew Letty was there, but he doesn't say that he put her in as an right. informant in this movie, right?" But like Dom's detective skills, I'm, I'm trying to say, consist of him like, like a Walker Texas Ranger thing where he like sniffs the ground and he's like, "Oh, a plane crashed here 20 years ago." You know, that's like, right. That's right. I remember that. The nitro that is on this pavement here from this crash that happened well before I had the chance to get here must only come from this one guy who uses it in this one car. And then even if in real life that actually was enough for Dom to get to that big shootout at the beach with the bad guy, his entire plan consists of basically hoping that not only his car blows up before the trigger is pulled on him, but that the blast from his car blowing up is enough to take out all the surrounding cars as well, because that <laughs> will let him and Brian escape. Very good. He's, uh, he does a lot of projecting. He's dead. Uh, yeah, no, he's dead. <laughs> he's if this the really happened, dead he's dead. man ever. 
if this really happened, he's dead and he's completely <laughs> wrong about his imagination. I mean, he's not Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> He's the furthest person from Sherlock Holmes. He and beats up some drug lord. Maybe he wins, maybe he doesn't. And, and Brian would probably get promoted for Don Toretto being taken out. That's right. <laughs> Making the best that we could of Fast 4 there. We'll move on to Fast 5, Michael. Uh, all I had for describing the plot poorly was wait until the fifth installment of a franchise to decide to build an actual cinematic universe. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think they have a formula that they reinvent a little bit here because they had it going with the first one. The reason why we wanted to watch it because it was Point Break for Gearheads, mm-hmm. and this is kind of you know Ocean's Eleven slash Point Break for superhero movie fans. <laughs> look at I mean, turn Dom into the per- perfect action hero. He, right, he's he's an elusive target, mm-hmm. and yet he's this monster behemoth of a hand-to-hand fighter because <laughs> he's up against the rock, uh, and he's also this criminal with a heart of gold against a cop who won't be stopped. <laughs> in Hobbs, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right. have them fight, then team up, and then all the while, Dom is 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 like the perfect character because he's also George Clooney slash Frank Sinatra's Danny Ocean from the Ocean's Eleven movies. Yeah, they definitely walk this line where Dom is, in all the movies that Dom's the main character, where he is just so capable that it really kind of renders everyone else on his team obsolete. Like, they're kind of just wall dressing at, at a certain point because Dom can't be killed or stopped and he also figures out everything. And I think the introduction of The Rock's character to, like, oppose him, who is... A caricature of a superhero in his own right. <laughs> just, just throbbing penis. Just one giant throbbing heart on. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> um, for no reason. But that's yeah, and, and in that with that in mind, that's what I have for who's fastest as well, is is the rock's bloodlust slash detective skills. Because That's good. Like I alluded to, he's a DEA agent who is primarily and really only concerned with murdering people like he yes he mows down three gang members that aren't even shooting at him without trying to like apprehend them or to put them in cuffs at all when elena tries to tell him something that something weird's going on with dom and brian and they might be being framed as murderers he literally throws the book at her and just says their names on a list and he'll do whatever it takes to track them down not a bullet less so bad look for a cop and a federal agent in a movie here in 2021 but mm. also he's just a dick to people who are supposed to be on his side like everybody he, he tells his people <laughs> hey tear that car apart and uh, now put it back together now tear it apart again never mm-hmm. mind don't bother here's the chip we're looking for you're fired <laughs> <laughs> And he doesn't get better. He doesn't become a nicer person right. <laughs> in the next few movies. But you're right. I mean, he, like, he'll, the only reason he'll stop his, like, momentum is to either tell a woman not to follow him, stay put, <laughs> or to, like, just do an extra neck snap. And then he moves, then he moves forward. <laughs> like, remember the huge uh, sequence down the Brazilian, you know, uh, cityscape there it was great mm-hmm. dom's jumping like 14 houses down yep. and surviving and he somehow's not 
you know, you can't shoot him because he's also like just—he can barely run. He's actually Superman without the mobility. Up, ridiculous. <laughs> and then, yeah, the Rock comes down, beats a couple of guys up immediately, and then, <laughs> as a cop, as an officer of the law, stops to you know snap his neck. That's the best. The fact that that the Rock Hobbs is a awful. This country needs better hiring practices, and 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 I, it's. You know, <laughs> this is where we are. It's tough to watch this in 2021, to be honest. You don't see those extra <laughs> kills with, like, Ethan Hunt. I right. mean, you know, why are right. you doing this? It's like Bat- Batman's complete alter ego. Like, the Rock- Hobbs is basically the Joker, but with a badge right now. He's the, well, he's the Joker, uh, but also Bane with the badge, <laughs> I guess, in yes. the body of Bane. Yes. But as a result of what you just said there with Hobbs, I say, in terms of who's fastest, all the citizens of Brazil hurtling towards their graves, Michael. <laughs> it's the death toll in this movie is like man of steel amounts of collateral damage. Caused by, by the way, American law enforcement. We do not acknowledge it at all, but these idiots smash everything into everybody. There's fl- bullets flying everywhere. It's absurd. It's the, the, the uh, it's a point I've made, but like the intensity, the unbelievability, whatever adjective you want to use to describe it, it gets ratcheted up so quickly in these three movies that we went from like, a non-believable, silly, fun action franchise to this is literally competing with Marvel at this point. But with DC, you know, amounts of... Right. (laughs) Right, of storytelling, yeah. I'm looking for the... What is a ball and chain called, like, in medieval times? Mace, I think? I think it's a mace. Yeah, that is the end of the movie where... Vin Diesel's like, hey, it's a decoy. And then, it's my other impersonation. <laughs> but then he drives this ball and chain, like, my God, through the entire city and just crushes every building, every single one. It's another every thing car. that this franchise does extremely well without any explanation or remorse whatsoever is just having these high-speed chases where they have to go through suburbia. And they have to go through innocent civilians and citizens. And we all are just stupid enough to sit there and be like, hey, 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 fast. <laughs> also furious. Right. Everybody's dead, aren't they? <laughs> Let's not think about it. No, it's worse than Bond. It's it's even more. And Bond is just the devil. Yes. Bond is an actual evil human being. Bond deserves to die a hundred times over. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, they just they fuck everything up mm-hmm. in this movie. And how do we say who's most furious after that? But who who do you got, Mike? I got two two answers. Uh, I have Dom uh, <laughs> because he's definitely dead after that opening prison break bus crash. <laughs> like that's true. This is a man. If you follow the storytelling progress of Dom's arc here, at the end of four. He says, I'm done running. I'm tired of it. I'm going to turn myself in. I'm going to live a straight and honest life. He gets the book thrown at him by the judge. He's going away to jail for a long time. And immediately on the heels of that, his friends decide to take it upon themselves to break him out of prison. And to do so, they have a bus. Why does There's so many vehicles that careen off cliffs in these movies, by the way. But this bus careens (laughs) off a cliff. And Dom, there's no seatbelts in these prison buses. So everybody's dead. 
everybody's dead, including Dom. So that's why he's Ghost Super Dom now. Or right, yeah. You know what? You know he what? Ghost Rider Dom. You may have just figured it all out. That actually put me in my place. That logic checks out. <laughs> well, I had two who two groups of people who were most furious. Number one, it's acting coaches. <laughs> Because this is like one of the highest money earning films of the year. And every actor just followed the the Brian blueprint, the Paul Walker blueprint from the last movie. Because they're all just screaming their dialogue yeah. the entire time. Dialogue definitely was put on the back burner for uh, five <laughs> and six, I would say, too. And finally, barbers. Because a lot of bros are just going to go to the gym and shave their own heads now. I guess putting the hair industry out of business. It was at its peak in Too Fast, Too Furious, and right. now <laughs> the bald is in, and that's it. Bald is in. Even the, I mean, the next movie they even find stunt doubles. They're bald. <laughs> Jason Statham bald. Well, bald shape. On the heels of ruining the entire quaff industry, uh, rate the ridiculousness of Fast Five, Michael. So I just got a couple things, but. Uh, I, I do have they crashed the bus <laughs> like that. <laughs> Seems short sighted. A little overdoing it there. Yeah. Maybe you know rescue the guy first. <laughs> Hijack the, the boss. I mean, you know, you Let don't have other... to kill thirty five people. <laughs> yeah, just for what are they doing? But the funniest part is the uh, the news reporter to yes. me who's reporting on it. Like literally after that is furred. F-E-R-D, furred from Parks and Rec. <laughs> I didn't notice Can't that. believe it. I did not notice that. Or purred, not purred. Purred, yeah, purred. <laughs> purred. The word with purred. Remember that show? <laughs> you heard with purred. You heard with purred. And I like, too, they actually had the gall to write in that the news people would say there were no deaths reported. Like, shut up. <laughs> We're not idiots. <laughs> How do you expect me to believe anything on the news? Even in movie news. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, so that was ridiculous, all that that opening. The, the train sequence doesn't get less ridiculous, though, in Fast Five. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, if, the, if it ended like the Toy Story train sequence, I wouldn't have been shocked. <laughs> just absurd just yeah utterly absurd what else do you got mike I, i'm saving some more ridiculousness for later because everything's really ridiculous i have more to say about the train too uh in, in a minute but as far as the ridiculousness of this plot so this entire plan robbing a drug boss who runs the country by breaking into a federal prison of which every officer is corrupt and in the said drug lord's pocket this federal prison, which houses a safe that holds all the cash that no outsider could possibly get to, this extremely toxic and dangerous plan is all dependent on a remote control race car being placed on a low enough shelf where it can survive its crash to the floor and land on its wheels and not afford to land anywhere but upright. That's what these this big, huge heist movie of this homecoming cinematic universe, we're doing one last job, get all the band back together. The best they came up with was a, a Tonka RC race car. <laughs> when you can drive, you can drive, Mike. I just, you can drive anything. If you could drive a... Like you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. That's right. 
Oh my god. Um, that said, as far as adding someone to make this better, this might be the most perfectly casted movie in Hollywood history. Yeah, I agree. I, I I didn't have anybody. I mean, we can't really start making Helen Mirren jokes yet, can we? <laughs> no, like, yet. like Jessica Alba could have been in sure. here. Oh, right? that'd be good. Could, that'd have been good. Just I could thinking see about that. the time period. Yeah, or like yeah. a uh, Octavia Spencer, maybe. So it's like a voice of no. reason. <laughs> I I want Octavia Spencer nowhere, nowhere near this. in the vicinity <laughs> of this movie. Okay. I, I love Octavia Spencer. <laughs> Highest unintentional comedy, Michael. So, you remember in the train car, during that train sequence, Dom is just wailing on that little bald guy. <laughs> yes. It's like big bald guy. Just wailing on him. <laughs> punching him in the face multiple times. We cross-cut to Brian almost getting like a blowtorch to the face. Yep. Cross-cut to Dom punching this guy in the face multiple times back to the blowtorch back to Don punching him in the face the blowtorch he gets free of the blowtorch he takes whatever that freaking thing that of course can drive as fast as a train <laughs> naturally and drives it brian drives it into the car that dom is punching this guy in the face yes. for for multiple shots like five shots yes finally dom drops the poor guy and stops punching him in the face <laughs> I thought it was the funniest cross cut I've seen in a long time. <laughs> it was really brilliant. <laughs> the best parts of these movies are what they don't show. Like all the, 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 the hundreds of civilians deaths that you have to think about. That guy's face is hamburger meat at this point. Hamburger. <laughs> and he shows up in the next scene with like this tiny bandaid, like he cut himself shaving. That's part of the unintentional comedy for me is just everybody's ability, any main character's ability to recover and just be totally fine. I have more to say about that in six, but it's it's amazing. As well as you talked about uh you talked about Paul Walker's acting ability or lack thereof. Vin Diesel, after being in five of these movies, or I guess four at this point, his complete inability to emote at all. Like, he has literally the exact same face in this movie when being held at gunpoint as he does when driving to save Brian, as he does when being strung up to be tortured. It's just this blank, dead stare ready to tell you about how he lives life a quarter mile at a time. There is nothing going. No fear, no anxiety, no pressure. He's not among the living, though. We established this. She is... He's moved on, but he stayed here. Yeah, <laughs> they have the balls to have that guy say, "We're gonna do one last job and then disappear forever." <laughs> that's a man in the fifth movie of the ten movie franchise saying that. That's right. That's right. Last time, I swear, yeah. pinky, pro- <laughs> pinky promise. <laughs> right, what's the uh, serious highlight for you? What merited a sequel here? Oh, honestly, the serious highlight is watching the Rick and Morty parody episode of Heist Film <laughs> and that playing out exactly yes. in this movie. Yes. Like, to the T. Like, they must have just watched Fast Five and then made the Rick and Morty parody episode. I, that's that's actually what I have as a highlight, too, is that I brought in to the we need a team in, in the, the heist trope. Yeah, I totally bought in. I was ready. Ludicrous. They're all back. Or most of them are back. At least five of them, right? I didn't count. <laughs> Close enough. I'll take your word for it. Uh, what, what merited a sequel? I mean, obviously, the last movie. I think we skipped this in the last movie because 
I don't know, nothing, but <laughs> they they got the formula back to the characters, right? So yeah. this movie, you get a little, you can't help but get a little goosebumpy with all the coupling, right? Right, Mike? <laughs> you, you found love in the it's romance? <laughs> They're all coupling up. And I liked, I, I, I did like the characterization. They're trying to make them more well-rounded in this. You've been with these all these guys long enough. It's about time we think they're more than just like hotshot drivers or cops or criminals. And the the zingers between, it's a shame The Rock and Vin Diesel do hate each other so much because the, <laughs> the Hobbs-Toretto zingy one-liners going back and forth, I was all for that. We could have had 50 movies of Hobbs and Toretto going at it. I, I'm with you. I think uh, they have they have a bromance that bromance that's been unexplored. <laughs> just put it that way. But if this actually happened, we kind of got into a lot of this, Michael. I, I just have a couple quick yeah. things. Number one, Han would be a fat fuck. <laughs> He's constantly eating just the most grotesque chips, just garbage. I was wondering if you would constantly. comment on the food in this. What? Like you can't eat chips all day every day and not be. Oh my god! Uh, can we and can we just can we say once and for all, like The Rock would rip Dom in half? He's so much bigger. I, that's got to be part of Vin Diesel's problem with him. Is yeah. Vin Diesel was in Vin? We talked. I talked about this in the first episode of this series. Vin Diesel was done dirty by Universal. Like he's supposed to be the big muscle head and the big guy, and you hire The Rock, who is Hulk, <laughs> to go opposite him, and it's just. He is so much bigger than Vin Diesel. It makes no sense. And I, I give Vin Diesel credit for trying to bulk up yeah. next to him, but Same. no, it doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing about The Rock. Like you 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 use him like a blunt instrument. You don't throw him out into the field and say, Hey, don't get shot. Because <laughs> it's like shooting a volleyball in a volleyball sized barrel, Michael. <laughs> Well, how is he not the easiest target, biggest target in the history of firefights? It could how? be because he's impervious to pain, including rocket propulsion, because he gets blasted <laughs> back. But And this is part of my, if this actually, like, there are so many instances of superhero-like recovery from so many main characters. And it's not just that they come away with even wearing a Band-Aid or a bruise or a limp. They all are just fine immediately like there's three crashes in the first 20 minutes of this movie that should absolutely decimate any human body involved in them you touched on a couple of these dom on the prison bus dead brian on the truck that crashes back into the train dead brian and dom jumping into the water after the train from a 200 foot drop dead right like hilariously dead (laughs) the rock getting blasted back by a rocket the entire final chase there's not even a recovery moment. They're just completely fine and ready for the next scene. No, they'd be the human soup. <laughs> so maybe that's why The Rock, maybe the bad guys knew this and didn't want to waste their bullets shooting at Superman. Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> they better get up close to and shoot him, like, all at once so that the gang can come out of the car. No, we're on your team now and shoot them all. We're on the same team. That was a great moment. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed the moment. But why does every bad guy come out of hiding, run up to within... Do they not know how guns work, Michael? Why do they save the rock? That's another great question. They could have just all left. (laughs) (laughs) They save the guy that just lies to them constantly about, I'm a cop who can't be stopped. You never stop me from... Getting my 
Kitty, my criminal. Like he's, he's under fire from people 30 feet away from him. <laughs> Just let him die. He's the easiest target. But no, they all run out. Like, literally, four, <laughs> like 20 guys run out to shoot him at point-blank range. <laughs> the hugest target. You could shoot him with a, never mind a sniper, with any bullet, with a shotgun from freaking 100 yards away. I'm sure I don't know how guns work, but I... <laughs> Don't know how shotguns work, and you could still get them. So many unexplained things. Six has a huge one that's just completely glossed over, too, that I can't wait to get into. But, Mike, please describe yes. the plot of Fast Six or Furious Six, whatever the sixth movie is called, poorly. <laughs> Fast Ampersand Furious Six, <laughs> 2013 on Peacock. Look, I, it's actually the best story of the franchise because it makes the most sense, I guess. I, I mean, look, at Hobbs recruits... Uh, Dom's super team of car thieves to face off against this master criminal's super team of master criminal car thieves. I yeah. mean, because Letty is one of them. And you never turn your back on the family. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank You're welcome. you so much. I could act in one of these movies. <laughs> you are too qualified, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I agree with you. I think Six is my favorite and uh, the summary I have for the plot is every single problem and obstacle you come across can be solved with violence and bullying. Violence, bullying, <laughs> and extreme violence, bullying. The oh Rock shaking that guy's hand to get his way. Paul Walker in the prison cell with Braca. Like, there's so many fights that are unnecessary that just, we got to do this because this is a Fast and Furious movie. But who's fastest in six, Mike? Uh, a high school Owen Shaw, bad guy Owen Shaw, winning his BattleBots challenge in his <laughs> physics class. <laughs> did you ever do one of these? Because my, my buddy and I did one, and we made a car. We made a car with, like, a snowplow, and we won. Like, we just took every, we, we got underneath every other car. No, I never did one, but that's amazing. I know exactly what you're talking about. But the BattleBots show, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Did you, were you actually in, like, an octagon type thing? No, just, we made we, we were we were given these materials and we were forced to make them uh, as a project and we brought them to class and we battled the bots and we won because <laughs> we had the best snowplow we had this because I tried to make it thin I had like one good piece of advice because I was wasn't good at it my <laughs> friend was better mm-hmm. I was just on his coattails but I was like let's make the plow really thin so it gets under everything and of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> Great, and that's idea. who's fastest. <laughs> no, but this is seriously Interpol's license to bill tally for property damages. Even it's just astronomical. Yeah, that's, Com- that's compared to the last movie too. Exactly what I had. Like the entire setup of this movie is what I have as fastest because there's an international heist in Moscow. Hobbs destroys an interrogation room for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> then finds Dom at his multi-million dollar hideaway, which apparently is absent of any security whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he's just there to say, again, Hobbs does so much work outside the U.S. I don't know how he gets clearance to do these things because he shows up everywhere in uniform. Mm. Yeah, he's most furious to me in this one. Because <laughs> okay. He's just so mad he beats up a Dom lookalike in the opening <laughs> scenes, like you said. In that room, he's just like, I can't believe this guy got me at the last movie. I laughed heartily, (laughs) but I'm really pissed. Uh, He shoots the vending machine. Mm -hmm. And then he's using phrases that make no sense. Like he's out of, he's off his rocker. He lost his partner and he's using (laughs) phrases like some bitch. 
Some son of a bitch, son of a bitch, some bitch. But he's some bitch. And they, they wrote it from? in twice. They wrote it in twice for him to say some bitch. Where where is he from? Okie doke America? Yeah. He's from Krypton, I think. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> Uh, how about Brian for being most furious? Like at least between four and five, when when Dom is like, "I'm done running, I'm gonna go straight." We at least have to wait until the beginning of five, which is a couple years in real time, to have him immediately be saved by his friends and not go to spend a second in jail at all. In mm-hmm. six, the opening is Dom telling Brian, "You go through those doors, your life changes forever." Mm-hmm. And then the opening credits happen. And then Dom's walking up the driveway to Brian and be like, we got to go back and do the same thing we've done five <laughs> times. We've always done. Like, what, Brian should just be, you told me I was done when the kid was here. Leave me alone. We're playing with Vroom Vroom cars, <laughs> Uncle Tom. <laughs> and then Brian, this is another thing I was talking about, how they just yada yada their way out of the, Brian, why does Brian go to jail in this movie? It's the dumbest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. It easily is the dumbest story. Like, there's no reason. It's no reason completely for completely unnecessary, and nobody does anything erroneous. with the information he gains. Nothing, nothing. He just—it's just for the theme. Like he literally comes on a plane and leaves on a plane. First of all, how does that happen? Don't like know. the the cop who's helping him, and he beats up the cop, <laughs> which makes it even more ridiculous. He beats up the one guy who's supposed to secure. Who he's the, already beaten up. Why is that guy helping escape. him? Yeah, why is that guy? Who's already... Yeah, he already beat him up in the last movie. Don't you bleed on my floor. I gotta spit the theme <laughs> of the movie. I'm the police chief. Yeah, what is this happening? And I, then I he goes it. into jail. He goes into isolation, which isn't isolation because Braca just walks right up to his cell with two henchmen. Immediately. Like, he's literally risking his life to gain information that helps nobody. Because he's... The most amazing undercover agent the world has ever seen. He goes undercover as himself in a prison. <laughs> He's so undercover that he comes and leaves on a private jet and nobody raises an eyebrow. <laughs> to learn nothing of consequence. That Dom immediately's like, whatever you learn, it's for you. <laughs> it was my favorite line. It was my favorite line. Whatever you learned was for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> that Those 20 minutes of screen time, you will never get back, audience. <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. How about, like, the theme song opening credits was strange. Like, I got a lot of little things. Like, Ludacris just ripped out of his it's mind. Jacked, shredded. Dom and Brian are drinking some, like, uh... <laughs> Buffs ale instead of Corona. <laughs> like, what are they drinking? Duff. They're drinking Duffs. They're not Duff drinking. Beer. It might as well because Vin Diesel's acting ability has been akin to Duffman, so that makes sense. Actually, I don't know what's happening. Uh, did you see Hob jump like forty feet down onto Shaw's car? <laughs> of which, course. Which is just ricocheting everything, everything in its path. Bazing, bong, ding, <laughs> and the rock is able to jump on top of it. The physics that are left, that's that's part of my ridiculousness, too. Uh, we're we're going to talk about the cargo plane soon, but I don't know if you want to touch on that. Uh, the, no, the cargo, yeah. There's <laughs> the fact that three little cars, vroom vroom cars, can hold that thing down so, is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. I did in my some life. research. 
<laughs> a NASCAR racing vehicle weighs somewhere in the vicinity of 3,300 pounds. All right? Mm-hmm. Let's say mm-hmm. these souped-up Fast and Furious cars got a few more bells and whistles, and they weigh, like, 5,000 pounds. <laughs> they 100% do <laughs> They not. definitely don't, but let's just say. <laughs> they might. I don't know. I don't know anything about cars. <laughs> Your standard Boeing 747-8 freighter, which is a large mm-hmm. cargo plane, has a maximum takeoff weight of 900,000 pounds. All right? <laughs> Of course. Let's say the one in the finale of this movie was packed super, super light, which it wasn't, but let's say it was. Let's say it weighed 750,000 pounds. Mm -hmm. It would take 150 of those cars to equal the weight of one (laughs) cargo plane, yet this plane is stopped by, like, what, four of them? Three, I counted at one point. Three. One, a two, a three. Physics just went out the window in six. I it was building to this point, so it's a natural progression. I can see why these movies make so much money because we, as as Americans, are just like yeah, yeah. Now, now, now put a plane in there. Yeah, now put a tank in there. <laughs> this is a Dodge Charger. Oh, <laughs> that's what just reduced to just yeah. us making <laughs> sex noises. <laughs> About these cars. And we didn't even get into all the cool cars of these movies. We haven't because we can't. We don't really know what the hell we're talking we're about with cars. Right. We love these cars. They're beautiful. I mean, they're, they're all gorgeous. Ma- majestic. Yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely. There's a pretty plane, too, for a cargo plane. <laughs> <laughs> pretty plane. It's a huge plane. Uh, they, did they see that plane from Bond? <laughs> the huge plane from... Maybe. I forget which movie I don't it was. Know. Is it was a casino right? I can't remember which bond it was. All the bonds are blending together, just like just all these movies. Like all these are, yeah. Well, blend together. Thank God we're doing three an episode. <laughs> um, how about Tyrese being funny, like legitimately funny and making me laugh like this whole movie? Like he that's ridiculous, good. but I'm glad. I was, I was, it's probably a real highlight. I probably shouldn't have put it in this section. It is a little unforeseen because he was. they tried to write him as the comic relief a couple in a couple movies and it was like eh those are fine but yeah he was legitimately laugh out loud funny in this I thought yeah except when like any two women are talking and they're just ogling and he's like I take it back the plane scene yeah the, the yeah. anything yeah I agree with that it was a little rough it was rough me likey yeah and scene <laughs> god damn it Tyrese you've done it again <laughs> you've done it again magnifique <laughs> What is happening? Uh, how about theologian trapeze artist Super Dom, who <laughs> talks talking to Letty is like, how did you know? Or Letty asks him, how did you know there'd be a car to break our fall? <laughs> Some things you just have to take on faith. That's a really stupid explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I had faith that my death perception is unimpeachable but at that point if he was just like i'm immortal it would have been it would have had just the same effect on the plot <laughs> i've died but yeah he's basically he's the character from bloodshot right, exactly in this movie. like that was the easiest script anybody's ever bloodshot written watched... had to take so little effort to come up with <laughs> yeah who i wonder who we cast <laughs> how about Chekhov's harpoon yes. that was pretty ridiculous yep. Hey, this really cool harpoon. Let me test it. And then later, (laughs) Gina, F you. And then Paul Walker's able to fire it perfectly into the jet stream that's being Mm -hmm. flown off by the engine of that cargo plane, firing it backwards so it loops, catching the, the, the wing at a great angle right there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just, uh. 
precision. They're precision. Uh, they have precision with all their tools. Uh, finally, Michael, did you notice, or did you shut this movie off as soon as humanly possible? <laughs> Playing the ludicrous song about quote partying until we're dead over the don't try this at home legal disclaimer. <laughs> no, I did not notice that. <laughs> we're gonna party until we die. And then everybody's like, but really, don't try this. At home. You know, don't race these cars at home. <laughs> It's like the old cartoon trope where it's like, no, this was set up because of Acme. And then the next scene is this was not set up because of Acme. Yeah. You can't not know you're doing that, though, right? I mean, you know exactly what you're doing. It's like, look, we're doubling down on this preposterous. These movies must, must be so exhausting to film with all the choreography and the budget and the, you know, Universal relies on this, they're breathing down everybody's neck, all the talent involved, the squabbling on set, and all. They, people must be so tired by the end of this, once they get to post, it's just, whatever, just go. <laughs> the ludicrous song. That's an awkward moment, but nobody will notice. Right. <laughs> Literal disclaimer. You will die if you try this at home, because you're partying too hard and... Don't party to Oh, my God. Not- Michael, add somebody to make this movie better. How was the guy who runs the auction, who gets embarrassed by The Rock, how was that not Zach Galifianakis? Oh, very good. That, I mean, that, that was perfect <laughs> over the stuff. You know, we didn't need here he random white time, man to though. play every basic stuffy over-the-top stereotype <laughs> stuffed into one character. Yeah, yeah. It, you can't have... Like I had John Lovitz written down like to, for seventeen times here, mm. and I can't. You can't do that. You can't do it though, because if you put actual comedians, the the trance is lifted. Right, <laughs> it's right? true. The, the spell is lifted. You can't view these movies the same way. There's, they have they strike some balance that works somehow. Like they're all action figures, and you just and it's that you know the director and the screenwriter <laughs> are just you know playing with their toys, and you don't care. <laughs> And all That's the women point. say most ridiculous shit. The lack <laughs> of respect all... this <laughs> this <laughs> franchise gives any yeah, side we... female like like Gal Gadot oh is handled well. I think Michelle Rodriguez is handled relatively well, kind of. No, we could do entire episodes yeah. on how Gal Gadot just distracts the guys, and That's every true. time the guys yeah, I take see that two back. Girls You're talk, absolutely right. I'm yeah, you have to take it back. I take that Even back. Even Mia's like, yeah, you should go and leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Gal Gadot's cap. Like, I think I even have this written down somewhere. I was thinking of her yeah. capability on the battlefield. Where, like, if she actually turned into Wonder Woman at one point, it would have fit just as well as anything else. It so that's what fit. I was thinking of. But yeah, you're right. As a as an actual human being, she's treated pretty shittily. God, I hope they didn't come up with the Hillary campaign uh, slogan from the Mia quote. <laughs> you guys should go off because you're stronger together. Oh God, that would have been the omen of death. That's why she lost. <laughs> Kiss of death, right there. Kiss of death. Uh, I would just add Letty. Oh, oh, hey, Letty. <laughs> <laughs> This movie did not come out before The Winter Soldier. Can you believe that? Like, obviously, I know The Winter Soldier's in the comics, but Winter Soldier Letty is really fun. And this movie probably, again, like Marvel Marvel seeing this popularity. I know the derivations, the derivatives (laughs) go back decades. I know that. But just to see it work on a big screen at this scale, to say, hey, maybe we should make a movie about a, you know, Winter Soldier Letty just without Letty. And like, <laughs> Winter Soldier. Winter so- That's a great call by you. Great research, too. Wow. Marvel, yeah. you're not fooling anybody anymore. <laughs> We're on to you. 
<laughs> copied multiple things from this series. Michael, highest unintentional comedy this in is, this movie, Fast and Furious. This Day. is the worst city in the world to commit a crime. They've got cameras everywhere. Said by a man, literally the scene after he personally led yep. a car chase through the suburb streets, which caused untold amounts of civic damage, endangered hundreds of civilian lives unnecessarily, and was openly firing a gun into the distance at a speeding car, which he had no chance of hitting. And he says yep. this to a group of actual criminals. <laughs> And then when he goes to the security office, he bullies the guy by shaking his hand. <laughs> he fucking breaks his hand. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What about you? Uh, I got all the exposition mm. that was handled with mm. such a delicate touch <laughs> in this movie. You have uh, Owen Shaw, the bad guy, to Letty. When I found you in the hospital and you couldn't remember anything. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. You know how people talk like that, right? <laughs> How about oh, oh, Shaw's, like, uh, number two, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, Shaw, everything is in place. All is going according to plan. <laughs> this like, fast forward, like, five minutes later, the guy, again, he's like, look it, I know they're storming the castle here, but all is still going according <laughs> to plan. If, you had to if I had put odds that Tokyo Drift wouldn't have far and away the worst dialogue of this series. <laughs> this is just mind-boggling. Like, Braga... It literally just he does he knows he's about to evil monologue but he doesn't care he's like you're a dead man walking what does it matter and he tells him this whole evil plan that came to no consequence but at least he's you know now you know it and that's what's important now you know it you only the only way you get close to shaw is if he wants you there thank you thank now fight you. for your life i will get back on my private plane now <laughs> and get out of this maximum security prison. <laughs> Just walk and right out of solitary. In moments. Um, yeah, no, great point. Great point. <laughs> Rough go. Again, once you get to the dialogue, the dialogue on a list of priorities for the Fast and Furious movies is where you think, somewhere in like the 20s, the 30s, as far as priorities? Yeah, they don't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're making it up on the spot. <laughs> it's all they have cue cards. Um, all right, what's what's the highlight for you? What merited a sequel here? I can't believe I'm saying this, but Dom and Letty street racing, that whole sequence, that whole sequence is wonderful. And it's a ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous sequence. It makes there's no reason for it. I mean that just what is she, what is that woman talking about who starts the race? Like this is London, baby, that's, don't bite the bait. I, I I'm pretty sure that's Rita Ora, who's a singer. And what? I laughed so, out loud when she's trying to dictate to the crowd over the roar of the crowd and these giant motors. This, like, what is she talking? What is she saying? Is that a lyric from, like, her hit song in 2009? Or the no. song that never became a hit? I that was, <laughs> Don't Bite the Bait? I didn't even think of that, but maybe. They're literally street racing. They've bitten the bait. <laughs> if this is a fishing metaphor, they have chomped their fish the faces bait has the been bait. bitten. The base, they've swallowed the worm. <laughs> they are on the hook. They're on the hook. Rita, get and out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's very, you know, just stand, the way she's standing with the wide yeah. gate. What is she doing? And there's, they have like two tunnels. I agree. Very odd out there. But, but yeah. Gosh you, darn it. You like if the I love don't story get, there. But if I don't get a little verklempt when he's talking to Letty, 
I, I mean, I'm I, I'm only human, Michael. Well, it also helped that everything, every beat in the story of this movie was pointed towards Dom and Letty reuniting, being the right. Like Dom wakes up in bed with the with the woman from Fast Five, I think, and and she's like, "You gotta go get Letty." <laughs> Mia to Paul, "You gotta go get Letty." <laughs> You know, the women are such fantasies in this entire <laughs> so franchise. So ridiculous. They're male fantasies to a T. They're freaking Stepford Wives. Yeah, it's, it's really poorly, poorly done. I agree. Oh, my God. It's a guy playing with dolls. Two, <laughs> exactly, two guys That's exactly what this... That is perfect. Uh, did you have any actual highlights? But I, We liked... The, the action of this movie, I would say. Yeah, and, and you know what? The, this trilogy in particular, I thought, did a good job of playing with... You know, you have three antagonists in John Ortiz, The Rock in Five, and Letty Now in Six, who you know are eventually going to be good guys or be on this, or at least help out the main crew here. And, and mm-hmm. I thought they did a good enough job of keeping you interested enough to see what's going to happen, how exactly that's going to play out. And I got to say, Luke Evans Shaw, I thought, was maybe the most dynamic baddie we've had. He's like the anti-Dom. Oh, yeah. You know, they're both team leaders, completely opposite means of leadership, efficiency versus family, robotic precision versus emotional ethos. I really liked him. It kind of worked. That's what I said. Yeah. Like the story momentum kind of worked. The narrative... At least the structure, yeah, it made sense. Completely, um, completely agree. And yet, Michael, if this actually happened, I mean, come on. <laughs> the, if this, the London PD is still cleaning up pieces of both Letty and Dom off the highway as we speak. Brains actually... <laughs> all over London. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's not my first objection. Okay, Ty- Tyrese, Tyrese has never eaten a candy bar in his life. V- v- great point. A hundred percent accurate. True. We don't even need to research it. Michael, the convoy should have been bigger. I would say that convoy at the end of the movie was just two (laughs) Jeeps. To take on the cargo plane, you think? (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, no, but that, but also the the convoy. There's a tank involved. Yeah. How many of these normal commuters must die before a Captain Zemo gets vengeance against Dom? How many? Like, that's coming. How many people are are killed in this movie, you think? There was like 50 in that one sequence it's, with the tank. Yeah, it's got to be. I was going to say in the hundreds. Yeah, there's so many cars that are just wiped out. <laughs> one after another. <laughs> and it's not like their, you know, their caboose is getting run over. No, it's like straight <laughs> over the car. Right. It's dead. <laughs> Mincemeat. How about the military leader who uh, forces uh, his men to turn over the chip? Owen mm-hmm. because they got Mia mm-hmm. hostage mm-hmm. And, and he's like listen yes one hostage does not equal the fate of a country or city it's not worth it it doesn't change anything yep. and then they point the gun at him it changes everything give <laughs> get, make sure to give him the chip immediately what a hypocrite and then in that moment the Ro- Hobbs is like listen if you make this trade amnesty and and all that is out the window wait a minute you were face to face with shaw twice before this point and let him get away (laughs) why now in this moment when when you've pulled a gun on your commanding officer is amnesty off the table for dom and company because they wrote themselves into a corner of oh wait dom and letty are back together and they don't need to complete this film so we better get another damsel in distress and we better 
get a reason for Dom to stay. Yeah, like I mean, in the writer's room, somebody, uh, no, uh, Gina Carano's a bad guy now. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> write that down. Yeah, payphones don't exist anymore, right? <laughs> cell phone. Let's have him talk. Let's have him twist the plot on the cell phone. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, but that was the worst speech about pragmatism I've ever heard in any movie. It's like it's... Dr. Strangelove levels of nonsense. Yes, uh, So, yeah, I mean, if this really happened, if that guy was not full of shit, then, all right, Mia's done. But Mia would have been done en route to the big plane. Yeah. He's like, if I see you guys on the horizon, yeah. she's dead. Yeah. And they're like storming this plane, like at any point, they could have shot Mia. And then she's one of the most active people. Doesn't she end up on the on the cargo plane kicking ass? Or am I misremembering that? Uh, I think you're misremembering. Well, she kicked a little ass, but no, it, it just would have been the cars with Dom and Brian and Wonder Woman and every gal and everybody and Han dangling from this giant plane, dangling like marriage, just married cans behind them, just eventually falling out with Mia, who gets pushed out afterwards. If this really happened, that's how the movie would go. Everybody dies except for Dom, who lands and wonders what's wrong with everybody else because he's impervious to pain. That's right. What a trilogy of movies. I want to say I don't, get how it could get more absurd but i absolutely know where this is going oh yeah and i can't wait for for for, not cameron diaz charlize theron to be involved oh jay but you did you stay for the uh final scene of jason statham of course of course we have to i mean why let any kind of like retconning happen right let's completely rewrite the the third movie in this franchise during the end of the sixth movie Will take forever to have the Rock and Dom give a, give each other parting words, <laughs> and flirt with each other. Most ridiculous. I, and Elena, they just let anybody become a cop again mm-hmm. in this universe. <laughs> I mean, she couldn't have betrayed the badge more thoroughly than she did. Well, after the, after Gina Carano, they proved they were they swung and missed so badly on her, and getting her background check figured out. I guess they're desperate. Desperate. Dead and rattled. Mm-hmm. Whoever the HR department is rattled. They have no power. <laughs> oh, but my how about God. all the flying? Like, what merited a sequel here, Michael? The 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 super dom flying dolphin headbutt. Did you see that no. on, the, on the giant plane? No, I did not. <laughs> At least maybe I didn't. I don't. I don't remember it. He jumped off the top rope rope and just. <laughs> That's my dolphin. <laughs> Nailed the guy. Giant no-neck headbutt. So, going forward now, I I think it was seven that I was reading about. I tried doing research to see. I think they actually shared scenes in real life in six, Rock and uh, Vin Diesel. I think seven, they were never, even if they are in scenes together, they never were actually in a scene physically with one another, is the Hmm. story. Wow. I didn't know The Rock got on people's bad sides like that. uh, It's the nicest SmackDown Ironic because that's the word he came up with, but it's the nicest SmackDown if you read The Rock's quotes about the disagreement he and Vin Diesel had. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, I wish him nothing but the best in the future. There's no ill will. Well, take out the no ill will part. I do wish him the best in the future, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's surprising. Anyway, that's that's we're teasing the next episode. Yeah, that's where we're headed with this after uh, four, five, and six. Now we have what seven. 
8 and Hobbs and Shaw before we roll right. into uh, our review of Fast 9, which is quickly approaching. Uh, so that will be on the horizon next week. But as always, guys, we want to hear from you. What are your favorites? What do you find most ridiculous? Who would you have added? And etc. Answer these categories to all three of these movies. As well, you can leave us, as always, any comments, questions, or concerns you have about anything we do here in the MMO Empire on our social medias. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar on Facebook and Instagram, at MM and Oscar on Twitter, Mike, Mike, and Oscar at gmail.com, .com, and on Reddit. We are available everywhere you hear podcasts. If you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast app, if you would be so kind as to go into the app and leave us a five-star review, that would truly make our day. Michael, we just kind of talked about what's on the horizon, what else is coming next, and what are some words of wisdom to end on? Oh, my God. I don't, again, my brain is like wiped clean of any wisdom here. <laughs> it's so hard uh, to watch three of these for one episode. Like, I almost had to watch two last night, and that wasn't happening. I, I, like two two nights ago, we we moved the recording, so I thank you for that. <laughs> I wouldn't um, have let you do that to yourself. <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. Uh, I'm watching a ton of Tribeca films. I'm watching a couple of those in, uh, a night as well, um, so I'll have to review those for, for people at some point. Yeah. I'm watching some good movies. I'm not going to lie. There's some intriguing films here, um, some cool movies, a lot of documentaries that are good. What else is new? Um, about famous people, about... Famous movies, famous, you know, singers, songwriters, etc. So that's that, cool. that'll be fun. Uh, otherwise, um, we're gonna do a new show. We're gonna address the Pixar movie Luca in some way, shape, or form because yes. we we only dedicated like thirty episodes to Pixar movies in the past, so we have to. <laughs> and I want to see if I'm right about the uh, the movies I fear most in 2021. We we got to see if we're right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll address that and maybe in a, in a news episode for the end of the week, unless something other. Uh, something else happens we'll see like they reveal that there's going to be a fast 10 immediately after this they should oh there's the crossover fast and furious with the matrix and jurassic park just shove them all that's where this is headed just shove it all in one movie wb just <laughs> gets bought by nbc yeah. universal and yeah it's all there just make a make a handshake agreement for the viewing public for the good of the movie world where you want to save theaters that's how you do it there's your golden <laughs> ticket you're welcome <laughs> Neo, Dom, and Chris Pratt. In the first scene, they're all eaten by a dinosaur. Guys, <laughs> when reality sucks, you can come have fun with these franchises with us. We are Mike, Mike, and Oscar trying to make award season year-round. Without the stuffiness, we will see you all very soon. See ya. One shot, everything rides on t-